You want the mic pretty pretty close yeah. to you. Well, I mean, that works. That works. Right? Sure. Yeah. And then we can, you know, put in some kind of scary battlescape in the background. I don't know how to do that. Neither do I. We'll fix it in post on that live Are we feed. good? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been recording it. Oh, have you been recording? <laughs> well, here, let me go get play. Yeah, you should hit play. You hit play. See, there's there's recording going on, so those folks, the true believers. No, I'm just kidding. They're like, do you really want to do that? Yeah, how many times are you going to ask me to go live? Are you sure? Look at that. This is Three, it. This one. is the last time. Are we live? Apparently, we're live. We're live. Dead's on the podcast is live. Dead's Recorded. on the podcast is live. The problem is, I can't take a picture like I always do of us recording. But that's all right, because... Yeah, it will... We'll, We'll have to, here. here I'll, yeah, I'll you, you take, oh, yeah, give me the camera and I'll take the picture. Yeah, here, Because that's what I do, right? Here, let me, let me close out that I was listening to Countercharge <laughs> on their episode on Firefight. Countercharge. Uh, flop. Whop. There we go. Yeah. So, can we get the. Can you get the uh, camera in? Do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> We're dorks, guys. Now you got to post it. <laughs> now, now I got to post it. Well, you don't have to post it now. I got to. We're live. You got to. You gotta yeah. post it down because we're live. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the requirement. Hey, so, guess what? Yeah, this is Dead's on the podcast. This is Dead's on the podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Brian. Welcome to the Dead Zone podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi tabletop. We're live over there. We're live. We're live there. There, but recording here, which is which is TikTok, 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 uh, and this will be on. And this is Podbean. This will be on Podbean, and everywhere else that you can everywhere get your, you can your get podcast, it. including the Facebook fanatic groups and yeah, MMC group and you know everywhere. Yeah. So how's it going, man? It's it's going pretty well. I've just got to make sure I get this. Uh, it's really interesting because usually he doesn't do anything on his phone while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm on TikTok too. Yay! And so there, there we're, we're posted. I think. Oh, yeah. I heard it. We're totally posted. Yep. <laughs> All right. So yes, the most professional podcast. Oh, we are so professional. You ever heard talking about <laughs> deads on the podcast? <laughs> That's right. We talk about the podcast on the podcast. Well, why not? I mean, that's what we're doing. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> true. That's what we we're doing. We just talked about all the minutiae. I was like, i got to hit record. You've got to get the video going. It's live. I've got to take the picture. <laughs> so there's a lot of hard work that goes into this, this season of Dead Zone. <laughs> we're getting it. We're figuring it we're out. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. But we do actually have quite a bit of stuff to cover. We do. Because there's been a heck of a lot of news in a very short period Very of time. short period of time, yeah, definitely. 
So uh, to to start everything off, uh, I think I dun, think dun 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 dun. Uh, it'd be fun to talk about one of the new projects that Mantic's got going on. Uh, it's on its way to Kickstarter, I believe, and that is their new yes. terrain crate line. Yay, more terrain! Uh, specifically, they are doing sci-fi trees. Sci-fi trees. So, so, so alien planets. Terrain crate volume tree. Which is what we were doing, what, two years ago? A little bit, yeah. That's yeah. so awesome to finally have product to do that with. Right, exactly. Instead like, of foam things. <laughs> we, we've, we've long been proponents of, like, you know, really having a diverse type of, of gameplay. Kind of that living world. Yeah. Where, like, it it's not necessarily always a city. Right, right. To to include those more organic and natural-shaped uh, yeah. things. Yeah, I know, definitely. I know I've had a, a cardboard-based tree project <laughs> uh, that my wife continues to ask me why I have all this cardboard <laughs> if I'm not doing anything with it. Well, you know. But it's like it's like the perfect size to be like little steps uh, to make like a tree trunk. Um, so so like it's big trees. Like, big trees. Like like giant trees. Like Wookies and Ewoks and stuff. Oh. Like yeah. For like California sized trees. Like a Yindage style <laughs> forest. Eh, Yindage Rebs. Mm. But <laughs> but can you imagine it like? A big treescape where you have bridges and stuff going between the trees. That that would be pretty cool. Because, I, I mean, with the bridges, I mean, you could easily do them cube size. Yeah, exactly. It, which, yeah, I'd I play on that board. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you can you can do that, that other project that I never quite finished, which is the elevated one. So, so, oh, yeah. So the floor, the floor is lava. Kind the floor of is lava. <laughs> uh, if you fall off it, you potentially just die. If you get knocked off the platforms. Dead. Yeah. I like that idea. Um, but yeah, so Terrain Crate, <laughs> Volume Tree. Yes. Uh, I love the pun. And they, they, I, they're yep. doing it. It's perfect. Uh, and, and and so, like, for those that didn't see, uh, uh, Ronnie did demo this some on, because it was a Mantic Day. Event, yes, it was. Uh, over in the UK. and uh, Those he lucky boys. Yeah. But he showcased, uh, like, what they're doing with it. And it's, yeah. it's modular-style trees where you have a base, uh, and then you can have like a middle section and a topper. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and so they they can be, I believe they're even fitted for magnets, or they, <laughs> they click nice. into place nicely. Very uh, nice. But so it's, you can you can build these trees to be a, a wide variety of, of shapes and styles. Build a tree instead of build a bear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, um, and I forget if this is also part of the terrain crate, uh, but he did uh, showcase that they they're coming out with little uh, um, uh, like the neoprene mat like uh, sections. So basically, your your forest, right? Yeah. You have then kind of a a space. Oh, so that you it have yeah for like Kings of War when yeah. you're moving, you can take the tree off and it's still there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but these would these would be neoprene, so that nice kind of uh, mouse nice. feel yeah. to them. And and a big part of that was to make it so that. Uh, the, the trees kind of feel more at home when they're just on that space. Yeah, instead of just having trees sitting on the ground and, and where it's completely different around them. And further establishes, like one thing he was pointing out, is like it further establishes where the boundary of some of these things are. Yep. So that, you know, for those games where that, that type of it rule matters. thing is important, 
uh, it's like, okay, am I am I clipping through this forest? Are you yes. clipping through the forest? Are you actually fully in the forest? Exactly. Or are you only partially there? Yep. Yep. And uh, and then with that, again, I this might be just a separate line that they're doing, uh, yeah. but all kind of bundling it uh, and to roll it out, uh, they're doing more big neoprene game mats. Yay! So uh, we like neoprene sci-fi ones and uh, fantasy ones, like. We they're, need they're some sci-fi ones for Firefight. We do. Uh, and I'm excited to get some more. Yeah. So Mantic, Mantic makes really good terrain projects. Yes, they do. Yes, yes. So we have that to look forward to. We don't have any announcement on when it's coming out uh, to Kickstarter yet. I, I think it's next year, early next year. As soon as we find out, we'll let you know, though. Yes, exactly. I mean, um, admit it, it'll be out there. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be out there for like a week or two and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, we should probably tell we everybody that. We should probably that. tell everybody that. <laughs> hey, gang. Editor Brian here, fixing it in post. Uh, Terrain Crate Volume Tree actually went live on November 21st, basically three or four days after we recorded, uh, and is, is going to be going to December 6th. So if you haven't checked it out yet, get on that as soon as you can. That's what happens when you're a monthly podcast. Well, yeah, but we have fun doing it. And so kind of coupled with that, uh, Ronnie gave some some uh, feedback and, and insight on what his goal and projects are for Firefight going <laughs> forward. Uh, and it sounds like one thing that he, he'd like to do to really kind of help differentiate the game from some of the yep. other ones out there is to go heavy on tanks. combat. Which I which I love because he wants to go heavy on tanks. Yeah, and everybody's giving him grief he's about that. Specifically the, saying yeah, tanks. He's saying tanks. And I, my first thought was, okay, give me a tank for my enforcers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me a tank. Tanks tanks for the enforcers, tanks for the GCPS. Maybe Yeah, they're Lancer. It, it's it's not that we weren't able to get that uh, that spoiler deep out into of it, yeah. Um, but uh, you know the, that's going to be something we get more details out. He did talk about uh, having bundles, uh, bundled um, kits that you can get, basically. Yeah, he also mentioned a little bit about STL upgrades. He did mention STL upgrades. STL upgrades. Now, I mean, we don't know because mm-hmm. well, it's Ronnie, so. Yeah. <laughs> It depends on how what time of night you get him. Yeah. On how much information they actually really got. Because <laughs> it sounds to me like the SDL upgrades could potentially be across all the games. Yes. Uh, and and that really would be, uh, you know, personally, I think a really good step in the right direction. Yes, definitely. Um, especially with, I know he, he did talk a little uh, briefly about some of the challenges of doing the resin projects and everything yep. like that. Uh, it is an expensive thing and I should probably mute my phone. Is that yours or mine? Yeah, it's because I didn't mute my phone before I went live over there. Yeah, but I, th- <laughs> I think yours is yours is probably fine. Um, it's making noise. I can see it. <laughs> I, every time I see some kind of notification go across, I was like, oh, I probably should have muted. Maybe oh, people well. liked our, our post. Sure. Uh, and they're and they're they're joining us live. They are. Well, some of them probably. <laughs> Anyways, hi. <guys. laughs> hi. Uh, but to, to circle back, so like the the resin thing, like it, it's it's great that they're doing that in house. Yeah. But I, you know, it's also something you really do recognize. It is an expensive undertaking for them. Oh sure. Uh, especially to you know the, the volume that they're they're having to manufacture yep. at. So offloading some of those those smaller pieces that, that the add-ons really add-ons like, yeah. 
Because you get so when you get that leader model in res mm-hmm. in Mantic resin, which I love Mantic's resin. Yes. Um, but the idea is you get it with a base, mm-hmm. a base set of pieces, and then you can release an STL to make that leader a lord versus a commander, which right. is perfect. It's like taking your Reb's leader and printing off like a sniper rifle to make it a sniper or some yeah. random Reb thing. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, taking a grunt bot and giving it new weapons. Exactly. Which I would love, personally. <laughs> or, or even even maybe replacing some of the metal Metal, things. like the uh, Ajax Strider. The Ajax Strider. I'd <laughs> love a lighter shield. The heavy, the heavy burst laser for the Strider. Yep, the heavy burst laser. Would be another great candidate because that is, like, it's the base unit <laughs> uh, to, to take yeah. it with that. And, and I won't lie, like, the stri- I love the Strider. But you put that burst laser on. The, <laughs> it's a weapon. The, the reason why I did so I did it. I it's all 100% Mantic, but yep. mine's a custom burst laser um, because it's plastic rather yeah. rather than the metal thing that you'd have to lug around. Yeah. Also, it would be impossible to magnetize that. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, definitely looking forward to Mantic stepping their toes yes. into that. Stipping, stipping their toes. Stipping? Yes. It's like dipping and stepping. Stipping. So it's like you get more of a foot. In it, I guess. We are stipping into STLs. Yes. yes. Okay. Has- sure. Hashtag stipping. <laughs> hashtag stipping. That's ours. Yes. <laughs> Hey, this is Community Pat, and you're listening to Dead Zone, the podcast with Rick and Brian. Um, all right. So, but yeah, so to circle back to the vehicle thing, so, yeah. so Ronnie wants to see those battles where it's like six tanks per side. Yeah. That could be really cool. I, I don't know if the, like the current rule set is quite set for that, that no. level of, of vehicle mayhem. No, but he also said, like, the rules committee is already working on it. Yeah. It, and it hopefully be, they'll have something for him soon. It could be a really fun variant. Because the, the, the thing that was crossing my mind is, like, the amount of models you have to have in support of that for well, for, for, yeah. for list building For purposes. list building, sure. Because uh, it's, like, every two, you need two troop units for every vehicle? Yeah. I think. Well, and it, I mean, most of them, it could also be just, like, um, second edition Dead Zone where yeah. they released the AA. I, what is it? No. AS rules. Artificial stupid. The artificial stupid rules. Artificial stupid. But there was a whole way to play that. Yeah. With specific lists and everything um, that you could modify, Mm -hmm. but just inside that boundary. Right. Uh, So so you're talking about the elite list. Yeah, the elite list. um, Those expansions all had that separate piece to it on how you played. Mm -hmm. Um, The firefight could easily use that with a battle of tanks. Yeah. Now, admitted, thinking about it, six striders really isn't that much. Not, not for us. Uh, not, <laughs> yeah, not for us. And, and and it is that thing, like you know, looking at the list that I I currently have uh, for my GCPS, which is like around a thousand eight hundred points. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thousand point one, I'm rolling two striders, 
the the hornet and the mule, like one mule. Yeah. So that's four. That's already I'm, four. I'm You'd just be away. adding two more. Yeah. So, so we'll fi- see how it goes. At 1,500 points, it actually wouldn't be that unrealistic to have around six uh, vehicles per yeah. side. Or mechanized units. Mechanized units, yeah. Yeah. That's why we all need tanks. Yes. <laughs> More <laughs> tanks. Um, all right. So uh, some other things that have come up uh, is that we have the Mantic Companion Act. Launched. Yes. Uh, so so that was a, for those that aren't familiar, uh, is that they've, they've kind of replaced the Easy Army application. It, it, that was yep. like a third-party a project that's that they had somebody working on, and it, it's it's something where it's like to keep pace with how quickly things change. Yeah, uh, with Mantic rules across across all their games, it just kind of made more sense for that to become more of an in-house project. in-house project. Yep, um, more and, control. Yep, and and uh, Elliot Barrett. Yep, has uh, been kind of spearheading uh, this project. He's actually been working on it quite a long time. Uh, for those for those that are unaware. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, like, this has actually been an app we've played around with. Uh, I think, uh, which tournament did I? I did it for my my tournament. I think back in June. Yep. Um, and Bastion, and uh, you know, played around with because he has a built-in tournament setting. Yep. Uh, and it, but now it's really fleshed out. Like now, um, you got Dead Zone, Firefight, Kings of War, uh, are all in there. They have like the entire rule set. Yeah, the available. the entire rule library for all of those games, um, which is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, personally, I like having the the hard book to yeah, hold on to. Yeah. But at the same time, as much as I like having that book, mm-hmm. I also love having digital access to things. <laughs> being you know being able to like. Oh, I'm I'm on my break at work. I get uh, being able to just like flip open a. a I'm phone stuck or in the car for two hours. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> As opposed to like hauling those books around you. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yes. Which some people might frown on, uh, but now you have it in your pocket. I mean, I have all my Deathstone <laughs> books in the car, so I can't really say much. We're bad examples of this, but other people hey, might. Other uh, get, people get frowns. Other people like having odd, odd just books. that. Um, and so with that, there's also uh, list building yep. uh, worked into the app. And so uh, that's been uh, getting fleshed out. It, it is kind of in a beta stage at the time of this recording um, and is probably going to be so uh, going on for till I think, January. So are you going to use it for December 11th? I am going to be using it for December 11th. Guess what? There's a tournament on December 11th, yes. just for the record, guys. Yes, getting one more Dead Zone tournament in uh, just under the wire to, to... I don't know what that notification was. That was a really big notification. It was probably important. But well, gonna, it was a TikTok one. We're going to keep going. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it live is, is really strange for us. Yeah, uh, it's Technology, different. man. Uh, but, but yes, so we're having a Dead Zone tournament. Yeah. Um, coming up here, and it's going to be at Upkeep Games in Howell, Woo! Michigan. Uh, really fantastic store. We've done a number of events with them in the past. It is such a cool layout. They are, they are they are just so wonderful uh, for us. And uh, so we're we're doing a four four game, one hundred and seventy five point dead zone. Because uh, that's game. what Dead Zone the podcast does. Is one hundred and seventy five. And Dead Zone the podcast is sponsoring this Woo! event. Uh, so that's why we're talking about it more. Sure, it makes sense to me. Yeah, and. Um, 
And with that, so so we're going to have a little bit of an icy theme to it because it'll be December uh, in Michigan, which means get ready for snow. Put the top down? Well, Rick's from Alaska, so, <laughs> so, so there's a little difference there. I so almost put the top <laughs> down today. <laughs> it was snowing today, guys. Yeah, snowing um, is a thing. Yeah. Technically our first snow, really. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's just kind of a dusting. But this this battlefield will have a little bit more than dusting because the concept we're going with is that uh, it's going to be it's a f- the frozen earth is uh, the subtitle for the event <laughs> the frozen earth and uh, so we're going to be scattering a lot of different uh, little goodies that are like ice uh, glaciers and and things like that to decorate the battlefield of a of a world that has been taken over by the frost. Uh, so taken over by the frost. So yeah. are we trying to restart the Earth? Uh, or whatever planet this is? Some people might. Others might just be like, hey, this this planet, uh, you know, it used to be a, a big metropolis, but now oh. it's now it's frozen. Everyone Those dirty rebs are going to show up and try and dig through the ice to get all their loot. Whatever. Get, get all their stuff out. You know, the Veermen maybe had nests that uh, were very deep in the earth, and they're they're still there. They're all so, sleeping. Right? So, so there's so many like fun ways we can go with. <laughs> yep, that. exactly. Um, and so that that's kind of the the theme. The theme of, of we the like Dead themes. Zone tournament. Uh, we're playing around with uh, some kind of supplemental rules that might uh, come yeah. into play. Yeah. Uh, that that. Uh, might but nothing over the top. Nothing over the top. Like we we are always as much fun as we have like coming up with games for ourselves. For ourselves, when it comes to a tournament setting, we like to try and keep that pretty balanced. Balanced across the board. And not too game changing. Yeah. Like we don't. We we try to keep ourselves from like making things that that really change the mechanics of the game. Or you know, the, like a dice roll every cube you step into, <laughs> see if you fall through the ice. <laughs> as fun as that would be for that us, that would be really fun. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work in a tournament. Or like if you sprint, you have to roll to see if you go go sliding by, sliding into the next cube, <laughs> um, get an extra two cubes I mean, on your movement. <laughs> I mean, I did play around with that for a dreadball tournament yep. once. Um, so, <laughs> so we have fun. But, uh, so yeah, so with that, uh, to, to kind of circle back to the, the companion app. Uh, this the, is why he keeps everything noted. I keep us on track. <laughs> so you guys seen it live. I've got, I've got my notes. Sometimes I do it on purpose, but most of the time it's like it just kind of happens that we go off rails. And, and that's why my, my interstitial like commercial breaks are just seemingly random. <laughs> I, I barely make it between topics before I have to throw it in. Before you have to throw one in there, it's like, oh, yeah, we need a commercial. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah. So the, com- the companion app uh, is, is uh, like, free right now. There's, yep. They're doing a kind of a trial period. And uh, if you had paid for Easy Army, mm-hmm. there's uh, multiple different codes. Yeah. Um, there's one for Easy Army. There's one for the blog. Yeah, there was a blog one that was basically a special yeah. for the blog one. Yep, and there's oh shoot, I don't remember my tablet's way over there. Yeah, I I don't recall what the third one was either. Um, we'll come back to that because it could just be a general one. It's like it might to get be. you in. Um, and so uh, kind of with that, you know, with you you have the ability to like we said, look at all the rules, build lists, uh, save them out. Uh, you can submit them to tournaments and events. So. Uh, if you're a TO and you, you haven't checked it out yet, I definitely recommend diving into it, kind of learn how things are going. 
there's uh, there's been some great feedback threads on on Facebook uh, currently, but they also have a route to get it uh, to get send in feedback via email. Uh, so we're we're kind of getting through some of the the bugs where there's like general like errors where you kind of miss something, uh, but also a lot of functionality feedback. Uh, there there's some things that are different in the the companion app versus Easy Army. Yep. Uh, some things some things worked better in Easy Army than they do in the companion app so far. I think the companion app does a lot of great things itself uh, that that uh, Easy Army didn't do, and. Uh, so it, it's going to be something that that continues to, to evolve and grow, and you know I, I do give mad props to Elliot uh, for all of his hard work on this project. Yeah. Like he he's been on all those feedback threads. He's intaking the, the and feedback. he's quick to respond on emails too. He's very just yeah, he's <laughs> just for the fact. So I've been trying like day one when it came out. I jumped on, I subscribed, I'm set to go. Yeah. I took a little glance at a couple of things and then I had to get back to work. Yeah. Since then, I haven't been able to get back on it. But he is working on it. He's been communi- make, communicating with me constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate that. So yeah. hopefully soon I'll be able to get back on it. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get you on there. Um, and and I will say, like, it, it is something where, you know, I, I, I have a background in development. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm very familiar with what goes into these kind of projects, and uh, I don't really envy you, Elliot, because this is a big project. <laughs> this is a pretty big um, one <laughs> uh, to to be tackling it solo. But you you've been handling it with with great grace and poise uh, from a like a customer service standpoint yeah. as well. Uh, and I know that's not always not easy, easy. Um, to take that feedback. So uh, very much. You know, you can be honest with him, and he will will take that uh, into consideration uh, when yep. they, they start rolling out changes. I think it's bug fixing first. Make sure people yes. can get in and start using it. Uh, get those corrections in place that, that need to be in there. And then it's going to be the new features rolling out because they are going to be coming out with Armada on yep. the platform as well. Give me ships. Uh, Vanguard is on, on the, the docket as well, kind of cool. down the road. Uh, and, and there's going to be an offline version. Like right now. It's, oh, it's, very nice. Uh, I love the idea of an offline because yeah. my in-laws, I have no signal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm in here and I don't have my Wi-Fi on my tablet yet. So. Yeah. I'm eating through mine right now. <laughs> um, so obviously this is going to be more for the guys over there on TikTok. Yeah. Um, the codes right now are for the newsletter subscribers, Easy Army subscribers, TWW users? So those were the old users for before it became the Mantic Companion app. Oh, That's okay. That is, yeah. That, okay, got it. And then for everyone else, there's yes. a code for each of those. <laughs> and you're looking at, like, if you only play Dead Zone, mm-hmm. I mean, it's $3.99 a month. Yeah. Um, We're kind of nerds. I mean, you pay 60 bucks, you get it for the entire year for everything. Yeah. Which, as the... When it comes to value, yeah. everything they hear. So, like, even if you don't do a lot of list building, mm-hmm. sixty bucks for the year to have access to all of the rules. Yes. For all of these games. For all the rules, for all the games, the list builder. There's Math Hammer in there. Um, I will never touch that. <laughs> I, admitted, admittedly, I just believe in the heart of the dice. <laughs> I'm very Yu-Gi-Oh about this. Whenever I play games. Uh, yeah. Um. To to. It doesn't always help. It doesn't always no. work. Um, but I, I still believe. Um, and, but then there's also, like, so, like I said, there's the tournament uh, component. Yeah. There's going to be rankings between the games uh, for the tournaments. 
Oh. Yeah, that's in there. Uh, so one one thing I stumbled on the other day was when you're building a list, there's list history. Now you might just think <laughs> well, that's just the change to your list. Ah, uh, that's your you old can, list. You can track wins and losses against whomever oh, for your boy. list. So your list can literally be like your team. Your team's best list that you've played. Yes. Well, that's rough. And, and just like its record against who and what. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of use out of that. Um, I, in fact, I, I updated it the other day when I played Scott <laughs> at Dead Zone. Oh, right on. Yeah. And I, I, I it was uh, GCPS versus Enforcers, uh, just kind of hanging out in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so it was, was kind of my typical Gundam list. As yep. Uh, but I did I did change it up for the the second game. So the first game I I think I played what is essentially my ringer list. See here we go. We completely switched. Now we're talking about hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, these topics uh, go from one to the other smoothly. Sure. That's that's what we call a transition. Um, <laughs> uh, we are fun on the show. <laughs> Maybe a little. So so uh, and he was doing kind of he was trying out a more um, uh, Pathfinder heavy. Oh okay. List with a lot of kind of extra ammo to. So with Pathfinders, what does he think about the third edition Pathfinder rules with the with the tag rifles and everything? So he's coming into third edition Perfect. first before de- uh, second edition, and so uh, he really likes it. Like he's he's got there I think you he go. brought four um, Pathfinders total, uh, one with okay. a sniper and one was the leader. Yeah, uh, but so he had access to the splat. That's the extra dice or the the three dice, uh, the, the way to fire. Yep, and. Uh, and it, it was something where he's like kind of going back and forth on a couple yeah. of rolls where it's like, do I go for the extra dice or do I go for, you know, ex, you know expecting to, to miss a lot yep. and get those rerolls. <laughs> um, and so it, it was a good dynamic for him. And he, cool. he, learned, he learned a lot in that first game. In fact, the second game, he, he beat me. Uh, so I won the first game, he won the second, which, which I'm always about. Like, that's a great. I, that's a perfect day. And he didn't change his list. Oh, okay. Um, mine, mine changed a little bit. And Did you decide the Gundams weren't good enough? I kept the Gundam in. I almost. <laughs> of course so, you did. So it's funny because I did like I'm gonna I'm gonna build something yeah. different that I haven't played <laughs> as much, and it was like it was kind of a ranger heavy list with a, with a couple different all weapon right. uh, loadouts and stuff, and I'm like, I was just about to start getting them all out, and I'm like, I gotta have a Gundam. So it's a Brian. Staple. So I took out a couple of things and put the put the Gundam back in. Um, but the so the thing I was I was trying with that list was um, kind of sparked by uh, uh, comments that uh, was going on in the uh, like the the Dead Zone kind of testers yeah. uh, Facebook group, which was Ian. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Ian. Yeah, it was Ian. Uh, posted out there is like, okay, you know, tell us what's what's your auto include. What's your auto include? What's your auto not include. What's your, I I avoid this like the plague. Like the plague. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and it, you know, we, we both commented on it. We're, we were both like, we're kind of the bad examples of this. Because we'll take literally anything. Because we'll try stuff. And, uh, and, and for me, uh, like I left my comments on, on Rebs and and GCPS. And for GCPS, I was like, you know, I really don't take a lot of weapons teams and I don't take the medic often. 
which which I I said the same thing too about my Marauders is I don't really take the weapons teams very often. Mm-hmm. That one was totally me. That was your okay. <laughs> That's I'm funny. Like, how is my phone still <laughs> making audio? Because um, these mics pick up everything. I guess they do. Um, and so so yeah, that was that was kind of the idea was um, you know taking the the things that are 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 different. Um, let me circle back. So for the weapons teams, I did go with yeah. the border. Um, but in my, my thought process, I'm like, you know, the it, it's it's just kind of a hard sell for me on, on the different weapons teams for the GCPS. So the GCPS, with, they have the mortar, the rocket launcher, and the burst laser? They have the heavy burst laser for HMG. Yeah. And then they also have a, a big armor-piercing one. So, oh, yeah, they have the, the two different ones. And so, I think so, pretty so, much so all one of them is, have it. So one is like... The heavy burst laser, and one is the heavy rifle. Yeah. Heavy laser rifle, uh, or laser cannon, and and so so basically it is it is kind of the, the tried and true is like okay you have the HMG you've got ar- high armor piercing yep. you have uh, directional fire with blast and then yep. you have indirect uh, four. Yeah. And so the mortar is the one you. Typically see. Typically, well, that, yeah. I mean, the mortar group. is across the board one of the best things to yeah. have. Yeah, especially unless since you're playing against the Starians. Unless you're playing against the Starians, mortar is useless. Yeah, since they can't uh, knock them around. As yeah, much. constructs say nope, don't care. <laughs> but uh, so and so, I, I took that and I took a medic, uh, okay. which was the other unit that I'm like. Yep. GCPS are a fairly squishy force. They are. Uh, so having something to uh, having a unit that is now higher HP, yep. um, it made sense to stick him in there. What's what's kind of funny because he, he also does give you resilient one to anybody that's in the queue, in the with, queue him. with him. Uh, so since my my mortar team was just, I was just kind of hanging back <laughs> in the background anyway, I sent my medic out with a, a ranger buddy. Yeah. And the pair of them like stuck together through most of the game, uh, save kind of saving one another. So you got a lot of use out of the medic. I actually then. got a lot of use out of him because he that's sweet. He targeted the medic, yep. Who also had resilient one. Um, okay. And so it was okay. The medic would take a wound and go prone because it was a yeah. HMG that was shooting at him. Uh, and then so he would stand up and heal thyself. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What's up, everyone? I'm Andrew. And I'm Coach. From Family Gamers 777 on YouTube. And you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Do you think they'll be upset that our audio is better than theirs? Nah. Rick will probably just laugh it off. <laughs> Told you. And so I'm realizing I probably didn't turn off the other two microphones in the room. That would explain what... See, this is why we're really good at this whole new tech We're stuff. doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it. That Yeah, that's why... That it, sounds... Yep. That's that's why we were picking up the. We sound were picking up from your my phone because <laughs> the mics on. That we don't know what we're doing. Person. We've been doing this for four years and we still don't know what we're doing. So be fair, new tech. Yeah, this yeah all new. Um, I mean, technically that's new too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, it was it was a really fun time. Yeah. Um, that we got that those games in, 
And uh, I actually have another game probably lined up this Saturday, assuming that my refrigerator comes in a timely fashion. I am hoping that your refrigerator comes in a timely fashion. Uh, because we, we have a new guy that just moved in. All three, of the new guys are in Detroit three, market. Three miles from where I live. Oh, wow. So Scott's actually between us. Yeah. Uh, so he's south of Pandemonium, uh, a guy <laughs> named Chris. And, right um, and so he, he just finished moving in. He's unpacked. And he's like, hey, guys, I'm you know, anybody want to get a game in this weekend? I'm like, to, yes. To welcome <laughs> me to the group, I'm like, hi, hon, can I? <laughs> and she said hi, yes. So, yes. Um, so I'm going to see about uh, getting a quick game of Dead Zone in. He's also into Firefight and, Perfect. and Kings of War and, and stuff like well, that. Cool. So it's it's good for the, the group down there. Yes. Um, you guys have an incredibly active Discord, by the way. Yes. Like, so I'm on, on a lot of diff, different <laughs> Discord channels. The top two Discord channels for me right now is your guys' Discord and my high school D&D group's Discord. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 I won't lie, it's actually been, you know, so, sorry, Dead's on the podcast Discord. Yeah. Uh, this group has actually been, like, has gotten me more active in Discord because of how yeah. much they're they're talking with one another. They're asking questions about like list builds and stuff. Yep. Uh, and and what to play and a lot of their hobbies. So it's it's a lot of painting and and really just really good like camaraderie stuff. And it's continued yes. to grow. I think. I think Scott was even talking the other day. It's like, you know, we started off where it was just kind of like four four of us uh, kind of in the yep. area. And it's grown. It's like doubled in size. Yep. So there's like eight of them in that in this group now. And we're, we're going to be coming to Howl. <laughs> to <laughs> Taking win, over Howl. To win that Dead Zone event. Um, you then, say that. Yeah. So you got you to rally. You say that. You got to rally the mid-mission. But I know groups. for a fact the Asterians are coming. I do know uh, Nick Nick Shelhanick is going to And that's there. the Lansing crew. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, and I think Adam is going to be joining us too, or he said right on. he was going to be coming. So that'd, right be, on. that'd be great to see him. It's been a while. A little uh, representation from Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Um, and the weekend before is uh, they got uh, Kings of War. I'm going to say event. they have a huge Kings of War event than the weekend before Yeah, that. they got, uh, I think they just locked in their last player for 10 tables. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's we're we're trying to do a few more smaller events as yeah. opposed to the bigger, uh, like the big convention events. Yep. Uh, like with that, so to to kind of talk a little bit more into the future, we are planning to do a firefight event in first quarter of of 2023. Uh, probably in Howell again. Yeah, probably in Howell again. Because uh, that's kind of that. It's a great middle ground for all perfect, of our players. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's essentially 45 minutes for most of them. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's really looking forward to that. We do want to get some more firefight. Yeah, going. because it, the only way the only way firefight's going to grow mm-hmm. is if people get out and play it. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of us that are basement players. I mean, yeah. you and myself, we both we have gaming. Just played t- in yeah, the you literally just played in the basement. Um, Friday, I was playing games in my basement because mm-hmm. we're set up for that. Yeah. But the only way we're going to be able to build a game like firefight into something that we all want to see because mm-hmm. I would love to see new models come out for see you turn off those mic and it's still it's picking <laughs> up my, my phone from all the way over there that's so awesome <laughs> your phone is like you Rick you're, it's really loud Shh. sorry I'll be quiet no it's alright okay um, anyway <laughs> I'll fix it in post fix it in post 
not for you. Not for you guys. Eh. Um, but getting out and playing the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like going to your local store. And I know sometimes it's tough. It's very tough to be those guys playing that game that nobody else is playing. Mm-hmm. But if you love the game, play it. Yeah. Because you're eventually going to get that guy to go, that looks That's like a, a lot of fun. <laughs> pretty awesome looking vehicle. Is that Space Marines? Oh no. Oh no. This is the Enforcer's Interceptor. <laughs> it demol- demolishes all and rhinos. I, and I mean, <laughs> the, all those Forge Father vehicles are going to catch somebody's eye. Oh, 100%. The, the Asterian stuff is all super unique looking. Yes. Um, like. Man, but man, that and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you get it out on the table. It, they have to see it. They have to see it. it. I mean, play your game in the basement. Yeah. But every now and then, take a time, take a day, go play at least a game in your local store because mm-hmm. somebody's going to see it. Yeah. Especially if you have that labor of love that we've seen on the fanatic sites for scenery mm-hmm. because no other game has scenery like the Warpath universe. No. Like, you go to a 40K table... Usually it's a couple cardboard buildings. Yeah. I mean, they've upgraded. People are 3D printing and stuff, but it's the same thing. It literally looks the same. Yeah. Every single table looks the exact same, Mm -hmm. which is fine for a tournament setting. Yeah. But when you go in a local store, you don't want to see the same thing, right? Right. With the Warpath universe, whether you're at a tournament, a convention, or just in your basement, the scenery is always so huge. Especially when you start throwing in things like uncertain scenery. Yeah. Um, the Kickstarter we did. The, the Tyco Starport. The Tyco Starport. You start throwing that stuff in there on top of Mantic's amazing sci-fi scenery. Every single table is different. And it's mm-hmm. going to catch people's eyes. Just play the game. And and a lot of that stuff we just rattle off all looks really good together. Yes. Too. It, it still looks like they belong in the same space. The <laughs> people need to definitely jump on Facebook and look at your pictures because your boards from this weekend are amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like, they really are, man. Like, your color scheme, mm. everything matches. and Like, that looks like that village that, you know, the Rebs are trying to take over. Yes, or, or liberate. <laughs> <laughs> They're not liberating anything. <laughs> the Marauders liberated the Rebs. From their money. Not the and, marauders. And resources. Well, maybe their resources. <laughs> but not their money. they got to get paid. They're mercenaries. Not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I am still working on my my uh, marauder uh, story for the, the next For the next contest. contest. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll have to see. I haven't. Pen, the proverbial pen has not touched paper yet. But the um, ideas are there. But the ideas are there. All right. And and I won't lie. Uh, so the, the the little little tidbits I can I can share right now. We're looking at space battles. Yay! With grunt bots. <laughs> I love grunt bots. As sending them through space. To. Uh, oh my. To board other ships. <laughs> because that's what you would do with goblins and mechanized. I totally do that with goblins. Just chuck him. It's a great plan. Yes. <laughs> and that'll that's probably a quote from the story. We'll see. <laughs> it's a great a, plan. This is a great plan. <laughs> but yeah, so man, that's a lot of stuff already. 
Yeah. Um, I, I will say, uh, so so some quick corrections uh, to circle back to <laughs> stuff, stuff we have said on the air that, that, Sorry. May, that may have been an error. Um, so uh, Ian was kind yep. enough to point out uh, when we were talking about your nameless list in particular yeah. in a previous episode uh, that uh, so there, there is the rule now where equipment, so so items that you get as part of your team's loadout cannot be dropped on the floor. And uh, kind of with that, it means when they die, they're not left behind. But it also means that you can't hand them off. Because, Correct. Because you you would have to drop it off, and then the yeah. other guy would have to pick it up as part of an advance. Yeah. So that's that was it was a correction. Uh, I think in second edition it was a little different. Okay. And um, and so that just is trying to figure out what list I was talking about with that. The nameless, because you were you were yeah. giving uh, I think your scuttlers smoke grenades. Oh yeah. So you could like yeah. You you were just like nuking the battlefield with smoke. Yep. <laughs> so, cool. So so that's just a, a quick correction. We want to make sure when we, they die, they take their there. item with them. Yes. When you die, you take your equipment with you. That um, works. Yeah. And so. Um, Another quick one that this one came from from Page Neo uh, when we were talking about the Asterian shields in Firefight. Yeah. Um, the, the, in one of the previous episodes, uh, we we kind of mentioned it, we were feeling that it was a little overpowered, and it, it might have been something where we just kind of misspoke. Um, and I'd have to go back to see if we um, were interpreting the rule correctly. Okay. But but it's that the the shields are drained as part of hits, not as part of wounds. Oh. So so your your initial hits okay. pitter patter okay. against the shields, which can reduce them, I think, a little bit more quickly than we maybe would Yeah, they really it. can. I it's yeah. It still can suck up a lot of those well, dice. Yeah, it's still gonna suck up. Um, they, I mean they're shields. Yeah. Which but that that does like from a shield perspective, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. So so thank you for pointing that out, Paige. Thank um, you. And and going back to that. I still do kind of stand by our thoughts on how that can regenerate, um, because yes. because it, like I said uh, in that episode, a big part of the the other abilities that regenerate health and the shields are kind of like a pseudo health. Yep. Uh, are a lot of them are dice based, and so making that a a roll of some kind, whether it's you're rolling a, a d two or a <laughs> d four, yep. Um, to to regenerate that, you're always guaranteed one shield regenerates with that ability then. Yeah. Um, or or something along those lines. So, I think but you got you got to be careful with that because then you get into multiple different dice. Well, it, it's it's a d8, and it's do a d8. A, a d2 is odds and evens. Oh yeah, I'm special today. And a, and a, <laughs> and a, and a d4, a d4 is you di- divide in half. <laughs> I'm special today. I didn't even <laughs> think about d2 and divided to whatever. So so we have fun here. But it, 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 yeah. goes, it goes to show, like, that was always the thing for me with, with Mantic Games, with their, their rule sets and things like their dice. Like, it's, they're multi-purpose. Like, they, yep. you can get so much utility out of a D8. It's, <laughs> yeah, love, you really can. I love can. that dice. Um, but, yeah, so I think apart from that, uh wanted to talk a little bit about projects that you got going on that we started last time. <laughs> yes. Um, so so we're, we're kind of doing this a little bit in lieu of our list building our, challenge yeah. uh, since we're literally building some of the stuff. Yep. 
Uh, so, so Rick, what, what is Salamander Enforcers? The Salamander Enforcers. <laughs> How many so, has been coming along? So I finally I I got together a couple test models. I shot you pictures of them. Yeah. Um, and I'll get some better pictures and send them out. Um, I so with one of them because the salamanders are kind of like a large part is all together. Yeah. Like, like their torso, their torso, their legs, the tail, all of that is one. Yeah. So oh, the tail is too. Yeah. So my uh, idea of taking the tail and the head and putting it all on there just didn't work. Mm. So I had to do some clipping. Yeah. So so I tried two different versions. I tried doing the enforcer chest and body piece on a salamander, mm-hmm. and then I did I I hacked the slashed <laughs> completely apart. Uh, the legs and tail off of one and did the tail and the head on one enforcer. I like the tail and the head. Yeah. And, and, and to be fair, the salamander heads are definitely misproportioned to the size. <laughs> but I love that because it reminds me of a lizard. Yeah. Because a lot of lizards have large heads mm-hmm. and their body is not really that big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got a couple of them assembled. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to paint them. What if you painted them like your bearded dragons? That's what I was actually thinking. Because <laughs> um, Phoenix very much so has some red and orange in him. Mm. Um, it, Ash has that traditional kind of green tan, sure. uh, rocky look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing really jumps like out a, on her. Like deserty. Yeah. But Phoenix definitely has those reds and orange that pop. Like just behind his, um, I guess their ears. They're not ears. Frills? They, they're not ears. Yeah. Um, they're not it, ears. But they're holes. But just behind there in her in his gills area, he's super bright orange. Mm, okay. And then he's got orange sporadically throughout his whole body and a little bit of red, too. Yeah. So I was, I was playing with that. I've been looking at pictures I've taken of Phoenix, and I'm like, I, it's going to be tough, but I can do that. It could be kind of fun. And then just do, like, that typical bluish gray armor yeah, yeah for the enforcer uh part of it I, I, I so so your your kind of story behind how they got to this stage <laughs> have, you, have you kind of put some thought into that um it has to do with maison labs oh you don't say yeah um maison labs kind of had an experiment go a wire yeah to the fact that they're just one <laughs> just just one yeah, look some people break a few eggs. This group has only broken one. I mean, I mean, but that, that video with with Rob <laughs> had like he had like four sets of goggles on. That's that's got to be that's, like that's a different that's a different branch. Yes, okay. That's that's a branch on a different planet. Like and the, the this group United <laughs> King Planet. <laughs> United King Planet. Um. So no, they had they were trying to experimenting because. Mm-hmm. They found this planet that, you know, had a lot of reptilian dinosaur kind of things going on. Sure. Like. Like you do. Yeah. No, like, intelligent. Sure. At least that they thought. But but ferocious. Yeah. And they wanted to see if they can incorporate that with some of their successful plague victims. Successful plague victims. They're very easily controlled. The live... People no, see they're the, very. They're the air very, quotes around. <laughs> they're very. The plague victims like do what they're told. Okay. It, 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 it's a successful project. <laughs> it worked. When you change the the requirements <laughs> for success. <laughs> uh, well, 
yeah, it still the, works. When the bar keeps getting lower and lower. <laughs> so, anyways, they tried to splice the jeans and do all that fun stuff. Well, there was an accident. Oh, no. Is OSHA involved? <laughs> sort of. Space OSHA? The, the corporate Marines that were brought in suck. They couldn't contain anything. Mm. So a favor was called in to the seven to bring in some elite enforcers. Like you do. Because they take care of everything. That is call. work calling me. Do you need to take a pause? I'm, I'm, I need to pause and take that call. All right. Sorry, you guys, live. Those on the recording will be perfectly fine. This is Kevin Riddle, and you're listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. That's right, Riddle. Not Reedlay, not Reedla, not Rydell, not Riddell. Riddle. Just like it's spelled. Just finishing up talking about how the Council of Seven... Oh, they enforcers. sit in the Enforcers. Yeah. Um, It didn't work. No? No. The Enforcers didn't contact home base like they're supposed to. Oh, dear. Yeah. So that's where <laughs> there will be some uh, salamander enforcers ripping through, <laughs> potentially on the 11th. That could be really fun. I'm I'm looking forward. I, to these I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'll have them done by then. Yeah, yeah. Because this is be one tight. of those. This is one of those lists where it's what we do with lists. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just for fun. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want to play this list until it's painted. <laughs> right. Until it's completely done. Yeah. Um, because I've been kind of thinking, because I think I want to put a jet bike in it. Ooh. Ooh. But not, not like an actual jet bike. Would it have like pterodactyl wings? Exactly. Mm. Like, With yeah. A, and a jet engine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, but like actually having a flying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, salamander yeah. with a salamander enforcer on top of it. With like guns, like the oh yeah, the, the mounted gun, the gun yep. pod underneath. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Total dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I might have drawn some inspiration from dinosaurs because I love that cartoon. I, we've we've been saying for a while now, like space dinosaurs. It's a thing. Is is something that uh, I think would be really fun for another faction. Yes. Uh, though I think when. I think the one-page rules guys might have uh, jumped on that. Well, thing, sure they did. But, but they are they do what they want. They're one-page rules. <laughs> they're one-page rules. Um, but, yeah, so that that's really cool. I'm, yes. I'm excited to see how those guys turn out. I mean, I got a, I got other things going on, too. So, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I haven't really – so I've only gotten – like, in October, I only got, like, two Dead Zone games in. Oh, really? Yeah, I – because I've taken on this D and D group, yeah, and of course October is also the busiest month of right. the year for work for me. Yeah. Um. Now that we're into November, though, I mean, I mean, this will be at the end of November. <laughs> this will come out at the end of November. We're kind so of in the hope- middle of it. Yeah. So hopefully, I'll have a little bit more time to play some games. Yeah. It, for for me, it's kind of been fun because it's with it being football season. Yes, uh, you've gotten a lot of work done. I, I have been uh, working a lot on my Northern Alliance for 
Um, yeah. Kings of War ambush specifically, but we'll see if I can keep the momentum going uh, to to actually build out a full Kings of War list. So I'll have two playable factions. Two? Elves and Northern Alliance. Woo! Uh, and I just got a whole bunch of snow trolls by trade. Nice. I mean, I, I probably have a good 30 of them. Holy cow. Like, it's a lot. Like, holy troll. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's a lot of trolls. That's a lot of trolls. Uh, and you only need, like, three in a regiment or six in a horde. So, <laughs> so I've got trolls for days. Troll, um, <laughs> trolls for days. So, so I'll, I'll probably, like, I'm sure I'm going to have a bunch that are just, like, I'm going to start doing other projects yeah. with them. Maybe they'll see some some action in a Rebs list uh, <laughs> as a stand-in for, like, a Simeon Brawler, maybe. <sighs> they do look like giant monkeys. Kind Simeon of. brawlers go away. They're a little big. They though. need to go away. They're a little tall. <laughs> They're kind of a size four t- scale yeah. monster. So yeah, they kind of are. We'll figure that out. Um, but uh, give but, them a trim and a haircut. A trim and a haircut. Uh, Too big. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the sod well. <laughs> Um, Go watch Roger Rabbit. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, but apart from my my fantasy stuff, and I, yeah. I'm gonna try to to keep the momentum going painting wise on that project. Which is awesome. If, to be fair, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, I, I've and I found so so to for those that maybe kind of struggle with the same thing I do, which is. Finding a number. Paint, painting a massive number of guys. Because, like, hordes in Kings of War are, like, 30 models, typically. Or... Try playing undead sometime. Pat's calling you. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll call you back in a second, Pat. Yeah. Um, or it'll be my turn to take a break. I was thinking, if that's Pat, take it while we're online. <laughs> Here, let me, let me get Yeah, quick, do it. Quick call back. Hello? Hey, Pat. Sorry hey, Pat. Up. How's it going? No worries, man. Sorry to bother you. Oh, no, no worries. We're <laughs> recording the Dead Zone podcast. <laughs> oh, great. So, so you don't have to be on the air if you don't want to be, <laughs> but you're oh, otherwise on the air. <laughs> I just got to talk some business, so uh, Sir. this probably shouldn't go on, online. No worries. Yep, I'll, hold on. We're going to hit the button, Yep. and you're good. Thanks, Pat. All right, guys. Have a good one. Yep, talk to you later. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. So you totally got to keep some of that on there. (laughs) Beep, bop, boop. And we're back. (laughs) And we're back. This has been quite the night. Yeah. Getting a lot of phone calls. We are are popular. We usually don't get phone calls, but like, seriously, like, not even text. Generally, for some reason, every time we record, it's random like junk email yeah is the only thing that hits my phone yeah but like tonight it's everything yep yep (laughs) Eh, it's all good it's all good 
so as um, to to kind of wrap up, so one of the other projects that I've I started on uh, for for this time is I, I've been talking about it a couple times. I wanted to get through Star Saga. Yes. So I've started up doing the Arius contract solo. Uh, I'm using the recommended lists okay. uh, for mercenaries and loadout. Uh, oh, okay. So, so, so you're com- you're going straight out of the book I'm on going, everything. I'm going okay. straight out of the book. It, it just kind of helps with the, the managing of stuff. Sure. <laughs> it makes it really easy because it's, it's all right there. If, if it was just, if it was me playing like one character, that management's not bad. No, but when you're playing when I, when I, one when to four. It's spread out across four people, uh, four mercenaries. Uh, it, it, it becomes a little ju- bit of a juggling act. Plus the recommended lists uh, for that change like what mercs are actually bet- yeah. in them. So it's like yeah. this one, they're like, hey, this would be great for Kirby. Yeah, there's a few um, that don't want you to take Kirby at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's probably a good idea not to take it. Yeah. But um, so with that, um, I thought about spacing them out a little bit, but I, yeah. I did wind up doing uh, at least the first two missions. Um, okay, so when you say the first two missions, did yeah. you actually skip the f- initial one? I did skip okay. a-, a, B, and C. Yeah, because, um, I mean, A, B, and C are meant to teach you how to play the game. Right, exactly. So one, Because the real game really starts once she comes through that door. Yeah, once once they get into the uh, the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> the elevator. And they, they open up on the wrong floor. Yep. Um, and so uh, I went through uh, missions one and two. Okay. And... Uh, they are missions that I've played before. Sure. Uh, so I, I kind of knew my way around. But it's also getting you back into it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I am playing uh, with the the artificial nexus uh, rules as written, as far as I understand yep. them. Um, I think I think sometimes I mixed up how many activations I was getting. I forgot to stack them oh, all on top yeah. of each other. Um, but uh, but otherwise, like doing the okay, you activate the closest minion, and then you do the farthest minion. Yep. This is how you do the the replenish the. So are the you bags. doing it as written um, with your activations, or are you doing it kind of how we've always done it, where it's you can I, I actually, do back and forth. I actually am doing it as written as written for, cool. for the activations because I I did one of the abilities, uh, one of the skills that they recommend. Uh, I think yeah. Erica taking by like. Uh, like the second mission, I think is is the card that's allows you to, you to do that. <laughs> yeah. So right uh, on. So I am playing it that way, and and it hasn't been bad. Um, I've actually. It's a good game. It's a yeah, good story. Yeah, it's. I'm really really intri- intrigued and enthralled by the story. Uh, so so the first mission um, is is basically you're kind of running around uh, trying to find an elevator down. Um, yep. To to. Basically, you you need to get further into the into the installation uh, than you you start off with, uh, because Blaine's faulty uh, credentials only got you so far. I'm that just, sounds about right. I'm just saying, like for the best mercenary out there, he sure like messes up a lot. Does he really mess up, or is it intentional? I'm pretty sure it's intentional. Dun, dun, dun. But um, so so mission one is you're kind of exploring this this space until you. Get to a room where you then find out where the um, the the elevator is, yep. uh, and you have to blow a uh, blow a hole in the wall to to actually access it. Yeah. Um, and then the second one as introduces some some extra mechanics, which is the one that starts off with stealthy. stealth. So you guys sneak into this level, and uh, if you're if you're 
quick about it, you can take out a whole bunch of guys. You can do quite a lot in stealth as long as you roll like, good. Like, <laughs> like the Nexus player doesn't get anything to do until you kind of mess up. Yep. Um, and so, uh, needless to say, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, it was a bit of a slog, but I did I did my due diligence. So one of the things in that level is you have to you have an optional objective to find a bomb. Yep. So you find the bomb with by rolling a dice when yep. you when you investigate specific crates in specific rooms. Yes. And uh, and and as luck would have it, it was in the last room with the, the last, last crate. <laughs> so I had to search the entire complex. The entire complex. Uh, to find them, and then and then you have a little boss fight against yep. Guard Commander Graves. Yes. Uh, and it was kind of fun because it, it was it was also that thing where like I hadn't realized I hadn't read as much of like the descriptions of the characters, and they, like they have they're really good in there. They're really like well crafted. Yes. like characters like they have a lot of, of nuance to who they are. Granted, like at the end of the day, you're just kind of playing against this baddie. Yeah, um, that's maybe a little stronger than other baddies, but still. But. But yeah, it was it was kind of neat. Like he's he's a veteran from uh, you know a number of, of wars and stuff, uh-huh. and has actually been kind of tired about the security guard post <laughs> that he's got, and he's so ready to throw down because he's, he's so bored. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, we uh, also ends by going into a, a, at least a door. I forget if it's actually an elevator again. It's a door. And uh, and going on to mission three. Yep. Which is uh, one where I believe that the Rangers and the Marines, the Urbana Blackwing yes. Rangers are yeah, introduced. Yeah, because I think this is the one where you have to find the office. Yeah, you have to... You uh, have to fight. The funny thing is, is like I can literally picture the map in my head because I know <laughs> because there's a desk in it and yep. there's one, two, three tower things in there. And two guards? Do I got it right? Just about, I think. <laughs> it's been a long time since I played yeah, that mission, it, too. It, this, that would also, it's also the last one that I, I completed playing uh, when the game kind of first yeah. came out. So this is as far as I got. Um, Did you the, get the, the secret mission. weapon cache? Uh, I, I didn't get to play the third one yet. Oh, you haven't played it yet. Um, but, um, well, you should play it. Just I'm, to, I'm looking at don't it. forget the secret weapon cache. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do need to get that. Um, but yeah, so so it is one of those things. I have a little bit of insight on yep. how the map is set up and everything. Well, sure. But like the gameplay itself still makes it a very challenging thing. Like yep. uh, there were a number of turns where like it comes back to me. I have four activations with my mercenaries, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh man, like. Uh, Wrath has been wounded within an inch of his life. <laughs> Elise is way over there. To, how can she heal him? Like maybe he needs to take that med kit now, so yep. that he's still standing to to fight another day. Um, and you still have those really compelling uh, decisions, decisions to make. Decisions to make, yeah. Despite it being against an artificial opponent. Yep. Um, and and despite it being just me playing four characters. Well, sure. Um, I, I I think it would. It's even more engaging and more, uh, you know, fascinating for a dynamic of four players yes. against a fifth. Um, 
you know, which is how we played it originally. Yep. Um, our good friend um, Ben Benjamin Kinney, uh, he would often be the the, the nexus. Yep. And uh, and he, he didn't pull any punches. He no. He was kind of always trying to kill us. Yeah, that was that was kind of his and, job. And and that and in that battle in particular, I remember the first time we played it, we got we got pinned down, and the bottom <laughs> of the U. We got halfway through the the level. And then we couldn't get to the door because there was just a mass of bodies, yep. and we just couldn't kill them fast enough because you, you'd have to do your attack and you couldn't move afterwards. Yep. So then a baddie would move into the spot that you just cleared, and it was it was Convenient. kind of it was kind of an endless uh, stream. Yeah. But um, but no, I'm I'm really enjoying playing Star Saga. Right on. I love the the story that that's kind of been at, at play. I'm yep. really intrigued to see where it goes. And uh, and and to keep keep going from there. It's it's one of those things because both of us have all of it. Yeah, yeah. And we have no idea what's going on. The the only one I actually I don't have is the Goliath one. Oh, I, okay. Which, so I which have is that kind one. of its own. It's thing. literally its own thing. Um, but neither of us outside of I'm at mission five, so I'm a little bit ahead of you when okay. it comes to have played. Outside of that, we have no idea where this story goes. Yeah. Still. And th- we, neither of us have cheated and looked. <laughs> it's been kind of fun. Yeah. So so I will say that, um, you know, if you guys want to give us some feedback on that, if you would like me to explain in greater detail, like story-wise, what's yep. going on uh, in these missions, I can certainly do that. Uh, and I, I might do that if you, you know, maybe I'll, I'll just do like, if you want to skip... <laughs> Skip, Skip the next ten minutes. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll try to keep it brief for the most part. But I, I it's, okay. It's skip a, the next eight minutes. It's a story. <laughs> it's a story worth hearing. I think. Yeah. Because uh, it, it really does, is. It adds a lot to to the war path, um, and and I think I think that too. Just in general, where uh, there, it, it's it's kind of a shame that Mantics like the lore. They have the big lore book for the Warpath universe, yeah. But it's also like missing a bunch of stuff that uh, they have written for it in the past, like a lot of the stuff that's in the first edition books. Yep. Uh, you go back to and uh, like they have they have short stories included mm-hmm. in there. Uh, it, it was it was funny because I was looking at um, we were trying to figure out what did dog drones stand for. Scott was asking me that. And I'm like, oh, okay. oh it, it's not in the third edition book anymore because they they nope. dropped the descriptions, and so I'm. Pulled out the second edition book, and it, it is the it is. De- deployable. Uh, uh, oh gosh, what the heck is the middle word? I don't even remember. Something gun. <laughs> the deployable offensive gun. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, I.e. dog. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so things like that. I think it would be really cool to uh, get that a little bit more collected, and and hopefully they they kind of go back to doing some more of those uh, regular. Community posts. I know. Yeah. That, I know that was something Rob really championed. Uh, yes. I, I I would like to see that continue, um, if if we could, because that was really great stuff. And and so here here's <laughs> here's my crazy project. And I don't know. I don't think I could do this solo. No. My my crazy project, and I would need to get some permission for some of this. Yep. Would be, uh, so Kings of War, has their own wiki. Now, yes, the, the Panathor Wiki, yep. where they they have breakdowns of the the factions and all the the yeah. lore behind them and everything like that. Um, and I was thinking of how Dash Twenty Eight 
.org has, I'm pretty sure it's a .org, uh, has a lot of breakdowns of factions, and mm-hmm. they talk about, you know, yep. uh, the, the pluses and minuses of different units and stuff. I'm like, I think we're getting to that point where Warpath... Warpath could use one. ...could really use either of those things. Yeah. And combining them together could be kind of neat, too. I think if we had a Warpath wiki that had that was kind of a community-driven one. Sure. So we have a number of of kind of people that that take on writing the stuff, but it you know my my goal transcribe. My yep. my hope would be that we could almost take verbatim <laughs> some of the 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 wording as Now far I as, understand where you need to get permission. Yeah, that's where the permission <laughs> would come in. That's where the permission and it it wouldn't be stats. Like it, No, it needs to that's, be that's the, the magic lore. companion and it wouldn't be the rules and stuff, but it could yeah. we could do the breakdowns of of factions and how they can, how well they play against one another, uh, and and how different units play well. That'd be pretty cool. And and I think it'd be great to have a collection of all these different you know planets that the Warpath universe has gone to, such as Nexus Psi, uh, Xam Four, yeah, uh, you know Magnetar. Heck, that was that was just this year we were at Magnetar. Yep. Um, and so like, I think that it could really benefit. The community yeah, to, to have that kind of resource available to people that are starting to get into it because we have so many new players wanting to learn that one in it's amazing the amount of new players you get that want to know about the lore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So being able to, to direct them to a wiki like the Kings of War guys can, yeah, that would be super helpful. That would be really cool. And if and if it had you know basically a press kit, right? So we can have like official art, <laughs> yep, uh, of all the factions and stuff like that and the units and stuff. So that's my idea. So Mantic, if you're listening, you know it might be, it might not be this this year. <laughs> no, that's going to take some time. Considering that we're in November going into December. Well, yeah. But it would be something I would really love to see come about over time. Um, I think I think it would be a great benefit to the community. I think there's members of the community that would love to take that on. Take it on, yeah. And and be contributors be a part of to that. it. Um, but I, and and like I said, like the first edition stuff, bringing a lot of that back could be really fun and give it new life. Yeah, there's so many uh, different game scenarios in those first books. That, yes, there is. That, <laughs> that you know we don't see anymore. Even yeah. even though we've got with Dead Zone, you know we have like is it 16? 16? 16 yeah, missions. Sixteen missions. Um, there there's even yeah, more. Yeah, there's more. Uh, in in those first edition books yep. and and the expansions and I think they they'd be a great heck you could just repackage them as as the es- <laughs> and, you know the escalations and the yep. uh, containment protocols uh, so we'll see we'll see what magic we'll see what happens that. we we might have a, a guest uh, that we're going to be talking to so maybe we can pitch that towards him yes. uh, next month um, yes we have a very special guest next month yes. so you'll have to. Listen to find out who. Tune in next time. Dun dun. So I I think that's dun. that's that's probably enough. I think they wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> so thank you guys all for for checking out the podcast. Please give it a like and subscribe. Uh, and hit all that social media stuff. Social you know, media. here comes the list. Because we're we're on Spotify, Podbean, which is probably where you're listening to this. Maybe possibly we're on Twitch as Dead Zone Podcast, Instagram as Dead Zone Podcast, TikTok we're as the- Rick underscore Hall. But yeah, we also do have a dead zone, at dead zone podcast one. Yes, so that's out there too. 
Yes. Um, we have YouTube. Uh, these these episodes are now posting automatically, which is, which Yay. is great. And uh, and we do still have our Zazzle, uh, Zazzle. store. If you wanted to get some dead dead zone podcast swag, dead merch. <laughs> get your dead merch. That that sounds kind of. <laughs> we need to get some more art for uh, stuff to put up there. I think. Yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's, that's the social media pitch. That's the social media pitch. Thank you guys. We've absolutely loved recording for you guys. Yes. We're gonna bounce. This is this has been a lot of fun. So have a good night, everybody. <laughs>